Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kansas City, it's Isaiah Pacheco. You're listening to The Drive with Keraton Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Let's head to the phone lines right now to be joined by one of the top opinion makers in the business, Nick Wright of First Things First and FS1, joins us on the show today. Nick, how you doing today, my man? I'm all right, C-Dot. How are you, man? I'm doing good. How many of these have you done today? You've been making the rounds. Uh, all right, so I went on with Pete Mundo, which was, if people want to listen to a brilliant guy yell at a moron for 40 minutes, they should check it out. Um, maybe I shouldn't have been yelling so much. Uh, the, I also went on with KMBZ, their, uh, midday show. And I told them that was my first job ever was KMBZ morning news assistant producer. I went on with your guy, Harold Kuntz, uh, and Dan Levitard and now you, and I hope to hop on with my buddies, Lazlo and Slimfast at some point. Uh, and so, yeah, so I just, 
I'm off TV today, and uh, this is something I want to talk about. And so I'm talking to people. So let's just start with this, and I'll, I'll sort of just pass it to you. You know, you kind of gave this open invitation, and you always have a, a platform here to speak. Certainly not you, – you don't need it. But what I guess I don't want to ask what makes this so important to you. It's obvious what that is. Why do you feel the need to go on so many different platforms to spread your message today? Well, I just think, like, that we, we, we only have – we always have, like, limited attention span and time. And I, the, the fact of the matter is this. I, I get that the shooting in Kansas City was not the, what we consider the traditional, it's so sad that something exists, mass shooting, which is one guy indiscriminately firing at a crowd or in a school or at a movie theater or at a parade or, you know, any of the places that we see it happen. I, I understand that. But it doesn't change the math that one of the reasons this was not, you know, uh, just a few, if I may say such a thing, people shot, and it was nearly two dozen was because of the types of guns involved and the fact that there were multiple uh, semi-automatic rifles involved. And I just think it's a scourge. And I think that even if, and I will admit, I am probably more extreme than most on what the Second Amendment actually says, what it is, how it should be interpreted. But I don't need people to agree with me on that. When I think we all agree that we've lost the plot, I, we should, I shouldn't say all, a, a vast majority agree that we have lost the plot when it comes to gun violence and the ubiquitousness of these high-powered, uh, you know, fast-deploying weapons. And I, and if we don't talk about it now, then it, it moves to the back burner, and then the next time something happens, we are that further delayed. And so that's what I want to talk about. I think at least for me, Nick, is I think I have just been beaten down by this entire conversation and I'm far more cynical about it. Like, I understand what you're saying and you might just be more extreme, but I would say for the most part, you and I probably agree on 75, 80% of this. But my fear sure. is what you and I both know is going to happen. On Monday, people are going to be tired of hearing about this. They're going to say that we are beating a dead horse. And then on Tuesday, we are all going to go back to our normal lives, and we will just wait for this to happen again because we all know that this is going to happen again. And I just feel like we've been in this conversation so much in America, and nobody moves, nothing changes, nothing happens. And I am just I am just completely beaten down by continuing to have this conversation six to eight times a year. No, sure. I, and I get that. And that's how bad actors win. And I, by the way, I'm not judging you for that CDOT at all. So, like, I'm not saying it's your fault. But that's folks that the status quo serves them and their purposes or their political ends or their financial ends want you to feel defeated and they want you to feel hopeless. And they want you to just accept, ah, this is America. But the thing is, it, it, it was not always. And it was not even that long ago. And so this is, we have been, what is true 
is, and there have been some great books written about it, even books, you know, written by people that I disagree with a lot of there. I'm trying to find the one that I have on my bookshelf right now. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, but books about why America is such a gun loving country and why it was important. And it's not about the, you know, defeating the British. Um, And so America's always had a unique relationship with firearms. What is new is anyone and everyone being able to access these types of firearms and the mass damage that they can then inflict. We, and I get that folks, if folks want to make this about gang violence or about, uh, you know, where are the fathers or about any of those things, here is, here is the fact. The fact is there has been random violence in every city that has ever existed in world history. There have been gangs called by different names in every city that has ever existed in world history. It does not mean that we shouldn't fight that, combat that, do our best to mitigate it. But what is unique to this nation in this time period is these types of mass casualty events. That is the anomaly. And the fact that it has happened at such a rapid pace that, e- that even people who I think are on the correct side of the issue throw their arms up and say there's nothing to be done is, is you know, is disheartening. And, and, and CDOT, I'm, again, I, maybe I would have Maybe I I wouldn't be speaking on it so much, and this is a selfish place to be, I suppose, uh, if it wasn't the fact that, you know, I was there. I was, you know, scared for my wife's life. I was, like, the whole thing. But if I wasn't going to talk about it now, then I was never going to talk about it. And I used to talk about this stuff a lot, and then I kind of stopped. And I I didn't want to stop on this. Right now, we're talking to Nick Wright of First Things First and FS1. He wanted to come on today to share his feelings, and he's always welcome to do this. Nick, I think just kind of in the tone of what we're talking about, I think that Wednesday was the most American thing that had happened. Like, we were celebrating a football team, the thing that I would say universally brings us together that we all love. That is number one. Number two, this happened. And this happens in every city. It, 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 is a, it is so ingrained in American society. But what I also saw is the American spirit as well. And you've heard the stories and seen the stories, whether it was Andy Reid's story, whether it was Trey Smith's story, whether it was the fact that people tackled the, the, uh, the people that are in custody. Like, this was the full scope of the American experience to me on Wednesday. Yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I mean, that is, and maybe someone could maybe write a book about that. I mean, you are correct, but that is a pathetic thing. And uh, people like, again, and I'm sorry, in this, the audience may be, Ian, actually, I'm not sorry. It it is what it is. There's, as much as we love the Chiefs, people in England love, in Liverpool, love Liverpool. And as much as we have heroic people, those people exist everywhere. The only part of, of what happened on Wednesday that was unique to America is the shooting part of it. Every other part of it happens everywhere. And what is unique to America 
is that a couple of 16-year-olds, or uh, the apologies, uh, I'm wrong, a couple of juveniles, I should say, were able to easily get their hands on ARs. That's what's unique to America, and that is, and that is what folks – listen, folks just – and this is the point I was trying to make to Pete earlier uh, – have to decide if they're okay with it. What I, and if you, someone wants to say, I am, you know what? I believe uh, that in the rights uh, to bear arms in this way, in any way, and I am – and if that means that, you know, a few times a year, and it's more often that, but that's fine, a few times a year we have this, these random events. If you actually look at the raw numbers of people killed, it's, a, you know, a, a decimal percentage of overall deaths, and I'm okay with it. I respect that opinion more than folks who claim they're not okay with it, but then also claim, huh, we have no – there's nothing to be done. There are obviously things to be done. Some are 90 percent agreed upon by the population, and yet our elected officials won't move forward on them. Some are 60 percent agreed with on the population. Our elected officials won't move forward on them. And then there are some that I believe in that are probably 40 percent agreed upon by the population that I am trying to use my voice to try to up that 40% to where it's above 50 and then ask our politicians to move forward on it. Right now we're talking to Nick Wright of FS1. Nick, a lot of people are asking you this question. I'm sure you've been asked this question a million times, but we're having the conversation. Sure. CDOT, what law does Nick think would have prevented this when you already have underage kids from getting gun? It is a legal question. It is already illegal for them to have a gun. I have seen seven different versions of this question. Someone who is as passionate about okay. this. What is your response to that question? Okay. So my response to this question, that question is so patently obvious, which is you, this very specific thing, there is probably only one thing that would have prevented this very specific thing. And that was if we didn't have, uh, lightweight semi-automatic rifles easily available to anyone who wanted one. And people can say, oh, well, they got me illegally. Guys, I, I, don't, the, I, I don't understand how th this is where people get dumb. This is where people have cognitive dissonance. Like, yes, if something is illegal for anyone to have, then some people will still find it. But if it is legal for the majority to have then almost anyone can find it. How many of you listeners knew people that sports bet when it was illegal, but you never did it? And then the moment it became legal and it was on your phone, you now all of a sudden are firing off 17 parlays a week. You could have done it before, but the legality barrier was enough of a hurdle for you. you, you it's not like it, was, it did not exist. There are... During God's darn it, during Prohibition, you, people could drink and people did, but it was harder to do. And if people want to, in this instance, focus on the very specific detail of what happened Wednesday, I understand that. In my opinion, that misses the point because what we all know, because we see, have seen it happen in all the previous mass shootings – 
when it's like, oh, gun purchased legally, person of age, they still won't engage. They won't engage on an intellectual level. And so, yes, if, if your opinion is that there is nothing that can be done, then my question would be, then why was this not happening 30 years ago? Why? And it's, it, and the, the weapons existed. We had a whole, we had a, the Soviet Union collapsed. There were millions of AKs available for anybody, theoretically. Left, on the, left in a, tar- a, a war-torn country. Why? Why is it new? Why is it just in my adult life that we have had this very specific problem? And it's because the regulations have been eased to the point to where the state of Missouri was the, the few federal regulations that we have. The state of Missouri sued to not make them enforceable in Missouri. Went to the Supreme Court in October. And so don't give me this nonsense that there is nothing to be done. Of course, there are obvious things to be done, most of which were done in this country previously, many of which by Republican governments. We've just lost the plot. I'll answer whatever text questions people have, by the way, CDOT. I don't know if you want to do this. I don't know, but whatever. Whatever, whatever silly bumper sticker logic these people – if you outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns. Then don't have laws. If you outlaw stealing, then only thieves will steal. What are we talking about? If there was a good guy with a gun, there were snipers on the roof yesterday. There are 800 cops. What, what, nothing you can do. So, I mean, just, just miss me with all the, the nonsense. Nick, I'm here for as long as you have time to be here. So I I am very happy to facilitate the arguments that you and I have both seen time and time again. And so people can have at least your answer, your response to them. A lot of people are saying that this is not a gun issue. It is a mental health issue. What is your response to that? Adults have a responsibility to hold multiple ideas in their, uh, you know, in their head at once. And the, the, the Again, because this appears to be gang-related violence, it's, people aren't going to go to mental health the way they do when someone walks into an elementary school and shoots 20 people, and I actually understand that. But here is my issue. First one is I would love to do both. I would love to better publicly fund, you know, publicly fund mental health resources, Okay. I would like to do that while addressing the gun issue. The idea that it must be one or the other is facile and ludicrous. Um, but the, the reason that particular argument gets me mad is I'm yet to meet the politician who is all for more tax dollars going to mental health services and a gun nut. I'm yet to meet him. It sure seems to me like there are a lot of folks with my politics that think we need to have legitimate real restrictions on the very least on these types of weapons and thinks we should better public fund health services, mental health services, and so many of these people who are desperate and on the street 
are actually dealing with mental health issues. I, I think there's a lot of people that believe that. And then there's a lot of people that believe, you know what I mean, a, a, a gun for every man, woman, and child, and fend for your damn self on mental health. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps, get a job, get a life. So it's just disingenuous. Like the, and by the way, I will say this. If we had to pick one or the other, which we don't, I would pick the mental health thing for the record. I think that the, the, so much of the homelessness and strife and pain you see uh, in cities across America, it, the root cause is, you know, m- m- some level of uh, mental illness sounds too harsh, but some level of brain chemistry gone awry that has then led to desperation and poverty and all those things. I think that is a real crisis. But if we're, you can't claim to care about mental health and then be like, but subjecting our eight-year-olds to mass shooter drills isn't going to have a downstream effect on their mental health for the rest of their lives. It's just wanton hypocrisy. Last question here, Nick, because I'm sure you and I could go on this and I could just give you the floor and you could go for four hours. But I imagine you have things to do. Next year, if the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, would you go back to the parade? Yes. This was not about Kansas City. I understand Kansas City does my entire life. And Kansas City has had a gun violence problem and a gang violence problem my entire life. So in that regard, this might feel like it was about Kansas City. But Danny Parkins, you know, sports radio, 610 sports legend himself, he... Uh, you know, was at a 4th of July parade two years ago that got shot up that I called to check on him, just like he called to check on me when the Chief Super Bowl parade got sh- uh, shot up. There is, the, 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 there is, it is, you, you just spin the wheel and hope it's not your big event. But there is, it, I am not going to act as if I think this is unique to Kansas City. And while I find some of Missouri's gun laws to be objectionable because Missouri is on a state line, even if Missouri passed all the laws I wanted them to, unless, unless Kansas did it also, if you're in Kansas City, it wouldn't really have much of an impact. But, but this idea that laws can't help, can't, can't do anything, I live in New York City. No matter what the, you know, the, some media will tell you, New York City is one of the safest big cities in the world and has shockingly little gun violence for a city of 12 million people, however many people. And it's not only because New York City has incredibly strict gun laws like Chicago does, but what New York City doesn't have that Chicago does is share a border with a state that has none. Instead, we're surrounded by mostly states that have at least some level of common sense gun laws, and, and the, the penalties are real. You can be the star receiver for the New York Giants and just have a pistol and shoot yourself and go to prison, not even committing a crime or hurting anybody. And as much as people say, ah, criminal outlaws break the law, nobody likes going to jail. And the, there is a real fear of that amongst people that even, even people breaking the law, and so... Gun, and people will be like, well, but stabbings. Listen, I, would, I will tell you this. 
because people in New York City don't have guns, there are, a, you know, a, more than you have in other cities, like slashings or stabbings on the subway. And while those are awful, people typically survive them. And what you, you, I've heard about one time in my entire life, and I think it was in Japan, is a mass stabbing. Not a lot of 37 people stabbed by the same assailant. Not, not really a thing, typically. And so, yeah, uh, I don't even remember the question. Sorry. <laughs> That is our guy, Nick Wright, joining us on the show today. Nick, you know what? I'm going to text you the text line so you can see it. No, no. You don't want the text line. No, you're not. I don't need that hell. I I mean, I'm just saying is I got to read the text line. I didn't see you said most of this stuff. So now now you can do this and now you got to leave me with the text line. I would shut it down. I would shut it down for the day. Um, Listen, believe it or not, I love you with all my heart, Kansas City. Uh, I really, 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 really do. And, uh, and I, you know, I'm very, very sad for the city today, but I don't want my, my sadness, I don't think can do anything. My righteous, indignant anger, maybe, maybe can move a few people. Thanks. Absolutely. That's my guy, Nick Wright of first things first and FS one joining us on the show today. Nick, I appreciate you, my brother. Of course. Be safe. Talk to you later. Absolutely. That's Nick Wright joining us on the show today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.